1: That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done.
2: Thanks for tuning in to Boner Plant Podcast. Watch the full video exclusively on Carbon TV. This show is brought to you by Tinks, Scent Crusher, Camp Chef and Cat Work Truck, Victory Archery and Thorn Broadheads, Cobra Archery and Shadow Hunter Blinds. Burris Optics, and Reveal Cellular Trail Cams, HHA and HHA USA. Additional support by Under Armour and Deer Cam Coffee. Hello, and welcome to the BowhunterPlanet.com podcast. Myself, Dave Thomas, along with James the Note Boom. We haven't seen it. Well, I guess he was on a couple podcasts lately, I guess, if you call it that. Tim uh, and Jake from Cobra. How, how's everybody doing? This is going to be a fun Good. night.
3: Doing well, doing
2: oh, well. Doing Jake, always, uh,
4: always a pleasure to have you, man. Well, I, I appreciate you guys uh, inviting me on. I uh, well, enjoyed t- the uh, company.
2: Tonight we're talking baseball cards. I mean, this is like the best.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: Where the
2: money's at nowadays. Yeah.
5: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Jake, Love
2: what's been it, going man. on, man? What's up? What's new at Cobra? You guys got some stuff coming out this year that you're oh, been hush-hush we, on or what's um, happening?
4: Yeah, we got some some insane stuff coming for 23. We really do um, Are we
2: talk in what category can we t- can we at least say that
4: uh release and broadhead
2: nice that's exciting
4: yeah yep it's,
2: although uh, i'm not sure how you're going to build on the releases i'll be honest i felt like you've done really such a great job so i'm going to be impressed to see what you end up coming out with here <laughs> coming it's, up. Uh,
4: it's um i don't know fellas it's top to bottom it's top to bottom
3: wow that'll
2: be fun
4: to see
3: i know your wheels are always turning as somebody that uh takes a hands-on approach to the engineering side of everything
4: that i do so it's going to be good i'll just i'll leave it at that i don't want to oversell it and uh um i'm really looking forward to it i'll say that much
2: so i i haven't had a chance um well Last year was pretty much the worst year for me for deer hunting as I killed zero deer, but I really want to use the barbarian in the field um, and shoot a deer with it. I just, I feel like this broadhead has a lot of things to it that don't make me nervous when it comes to mechanicals. So like, I feel like I would shoot this broadhead um, and I trust that it's going to work. And I, I, I love the mechanics of it and how it opens and so my thought was this year, I mean, I think it's going to be my starter broadhead. I just I, I, like what I guess do you is this a broadhead you've used or, you know, with turkey, I guess I was going to bring up turkey here.
4: We shot it through some incredible stuff. We took a inch and a half dried oak tabletop. And okay. shot into it, shot into it. it was like 415 feet per second. We shot into it and oh. it went it, um, it went through it. It was 150 grain. It went through it and opened up cross grain, not with the grain, cross grain, and cut right through it like it was butter, so unscrewed it, snapped the blades back in the way she went.
3: That is, um, oh, wow. that's pretty impressive
4: on <laughs> it. Uh, you said an inch and a half? Yeah. Well, wow. then the, the, um yeah, the, the oak, the dried oak was an inch and a half. Yeah. And perfect cut lines in and out. It was incredible. So, I mean, you can shoot through a car door with that thing if you need to. So they're good that's to awesome. go.
3: I can think of some situations (laughs) where that might be possible.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what, these new crossbows, you know, 500, 505, you know. And and, and every
3: bit of it, too. We've thrown those things through the chrono, and uh, they are, I mean, they're getting what they're claiming.
4: Yeah. What were you guys getting on your chrono? Which one?
2: Which Uh, one?
3: The the, the 505. Let's go to the uh, 10 point. Yeah, 513. Yeah, because
4: we got at the shop, we got
3: 517 out of it. Yeah. Very, so very impressive speeds out of those things.
4: I know. They're scary to cock, though. I'm not going to lie to you. They're yeah, scary. well, I'm just
3: thinking, well, I, you know, you don't have to cock it by hand.
4: Oh, man, but that, <laughs> there's so much pressure. Yeah. This is going to explode at any second.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, and that is true, but I will say, I i trust 10 point probably the most in regards yeah. to the the quality that they put out on their stuff. So yeah, we shot it do. and you know you, you, it's a weapon. I mean, yeah. no doubt it's a weapon, right? So you got to treat it like what it is.
4: Yeah. And and they all test it, and they're not gonna come apart and they're not gonna explode on you. But man, you can just see that penned up energy when you get that thing yeah, fully caught. No oh, doubt. Yeah. Ooh man, it's pretty on.
5: crazy.
3: It's like Jamie after you give him three or four Red Bulls.
5: Yeah. Or a bunch of bean burritos. Yeah. <laughs> that too, a
3: different kind of charge. no, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I had,
5: I, I shot the uh, the one last year that was close to what was that one called? It was close to five hundred. But just having it sitting in the corner, knowing there's that much pressure, you're like, Ooh. yeah, Man, yeah, crazy.
3: Yeah, don't nick that string with something sharp.
5: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Powerhouse.
2: So yeah. So. Release wise, I guess what's what's new with that? Uh, um, how, how are you know how are the I guess how are the customers liking it? Are you having any issues? Are they loving it? What, what's happening?
4: Um, we're getting really good feedback on the our professional our first hinge release. Um, that's doing well. We got good feedback from it. Uh, you know that's all. You know, hundred percent machine stainless steel. So, um, you know that's that's going well you know it's, it's kind of throwing people off because you know like they're not used to cobra having a hinge release you know mm-hmm. so but I wanted to be top to bottom entry level to professional level we have actually nicely enough we have a couple pros now uh shooting our our uh, harvester handheld and our hinge you know our awesome. thumb button release and then in uh, our hinge so that's pretty cool you know um, I never saw myself getting into that end of it just because i'm yeah. um, such a, a crazy bow hunter you know but you know um that's going that's going okay you know it's first season first first year first spring for it and you know i'm going to have modifications and upgrades to that as we go go along you know so i didn't want to bring out all the innovation on that handheld uh right out of the gate i think it would be too much and too confusing because we just re- really weren't established at all in, in the hinge market, I thought, well, let's just get a basic one out there. Get a following. Yeah, and get some cool features to it. And then then we can ramp up some some serious technology that, that you know, I've had for almost two years now. We just didn't do it. There's only so much you can put out um, at one any given point.
3: How much does um, customer feedback play into what you create?
4: <clears throat> um. The designs itself um, is 100% me. Features that customers want or requests that they have does play a role in. It. Um, I like it if it had this, or I would like it if it didn't have that. You know, so, you know that. Yeah, I take notes on all that stuff. I make metal notes. I take physical notes. Absolutely. And when you see a trend, like, okay, we got to, it's, it's time to, you know, like, for example, uh, last year, you know, in, <clears throat> excuse me, in 21, we come out with a Barbarian, right? The, the broadheads. But for 22, they now have replaceable blades and a practice head that comes with it. Because these, you know, these broadheads are 65, 70 bucks a pack so a lot of guys would want to take them out cuz they're heavy and thick enough to sharpen or they didn't want to burn a head just practicing with so we have now replaceable blades you can either, it's just a 2 second process to switch the blades in and out really simple really easy and then they come with a uh, a practice head so the guys can just screw the practice head on it and hammer away and not have to worry about you know tuning their heads or any of that stuff we already they're right on. They're, they fly just like the broadheads. They're spot on. So that, that was that's an example of the feedback. Uh, another example would be we put the semi post connection for twenty two on our entry level releases. Folks didn't like the webbing strap as much, flopping around and and uh, not being able to dress it or get a hold of it as quickly. So we we put a semi uh, flexible post connection on there so they they could easily get a hold of the of the, the post instead of it dropping around. But yeah, that all, all always, you know, that's the first thing I tell everybody. Don't tell me what you like about it. Tell me what you don't like about
3: it. I think that's great. It's a great way to say it's a great way to I see can't.
4: It. Yeah, I can't get better if I don't know what's wrong. Yeah. You know. So, you know, I always always hammer that home. So we always listen to what everybody has to say. And and every once in a while you somebody'll throw in and you, you know, I never, I never even I never even thought about that. When we first, when I we first bought Cobra and and, you know, I was designing them and putting the stuff out. You know, one thing I, I overlooked completely, 100%, was how it looked. I, I, I didn't really even look at how it looked. I wanted it to, to be a beast and I wanted it to function, right? I wanted it to be reliable and accurate and rugged. Well, it was kind of ugly. You know, you step back and look at it, I was like, oh, shit, that's, that's kind of ugly, you know? So, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right, it is ugly. You know, so let's change it. <laughs> yeah, and the, the, the geometry of it, it stayed exactly the same. And um, we just made it prettier. If you, if you put like um, the moment, the, the hook release that we have now beside the original one, they are night and day completely different when it, when it comes to appearance. Night and day. They're half the size, um, but the functionality is exactly the same and the triggers exactly the same, but they look dramatically better. So I now make sure the stuff we put out looks pretty. So
3: he's good. You guys. Don't want to everybody know. likes pretty. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, we make sure it looks
4: nice. And it's, you know,
5: you we throw like some flames on the side of the next one. I think you throw some flames on the side of the next one. That? <laughs> on the the next one. <laughs> That's just a joke.
3: I think you got his wheel
4: spinning. No, he froze
5: again. again. <laughs> You is again. Is <laughs> I have
4: no idea what's going on. None, zero, clueless. You know what we are? What we are doing, and and you're gonna you're gonna see starting, probably next week is what it's looking like, or the week after. Um, what we are gonna do is, you know, I've been a I've been a crazy ass bow hunter for almost forty years, you know, and you know it's like 30, 38 or thirty nine, whatever it is, and I get. You know, ever since I started shooting my bow, I've been like totally obsessed with whitetail, with and whitetail. And I struggled for years when I was a kid, you know, trying to be good. And over the past 38 years, whatever, I just been I break down everything I do to the absolute meticulous detail, right? So in the next now till the season starts into September. I'm going to do one post a week directed towards that. Go to take a topic, break it down. And if I can help someone get one or two percent better in like every category, maybe scent free, maybe hang in a stand, maybe how you practice, maybe how you prepare for this for the season, maybe how you prepare while you're in your stand. You know, not necessarily finding deer and looking for sign and that kind of stuff. Not really that, but the mental preparation for hunting. You know, because it's all, it's, the archery season is all, lost, you know, won and lost between the years. You know, it's just, it's, it's no different than golf in my opinion. You know, it takes five minutes to learn it and it takes the rest of your life to perfect it. So I was, I'm just going to share what I have I love what been, and, and some of, uh. Some of the stuff is over the top. I'm not gonna lie to you. I get a little nuts when it comes to my my detail. Um, but if it helps somebody get a little bit better, they get better. You know. So here's what I
3: want to know. Because if I remember correctly, you're a purist when you go out in the field. No phone. No electronics.
4: No right? anything. No I anything.
3: And I don't even know. Like I don't even think you take a backpack. If I remember. Nope,
4: no backpack. Yep.
3: I want to know how you mentally prepare for that
4: um is don't it, really is it? To, i don't even think you got to mentally prepare for that at all to be honest with you
3: but i i can't sit there for 10 minutes without going nuts oh really
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no hold on i'm I'm back yeah no i uh i enjoy i enjoy it um of course i grew up not having any of that stuff so right. when i grew up in a tree stand is all you have was the trees to look at and that was it you know, but I um I, I carried my phone for like a season or two, and I'm like, you know, the heck with this. It's just a distraction because one of these times, you're gonna look up from your phone and you're gonna have one standing there at 17 yards.
2: It's already happened. Bingo. Yep.
4: And <laughs> multiple times. Yeah, and here's what happens: you you pr- here's what here's my here's my theory. You practice, you work, you sweat, you bleed. You do all that effort, and it's going to come down to five or six seconds when you're looking at your phone. So yeah, that's that's, that's why I don't take. That's why I don't even take food or water. I take nothing because I don't want to be there eating the Twinkies, making noise, or putting more scent out. If it's if it's unnatural, it spooks them, right? Now, all deer are going to be a little different, and some deer won't get spooked as others, much as others. And I got all that. I understand that, but if it gets me an additional four or five seconds with that animal in front of me, I'll do it because sometimes that's all it takes because if you got a monster of a lifetime in front of you or it's a big floppy year doe you've been trying to shoot for two years. If you can have her stand there an extra couple yards closer or an extra couple seconds longer, there's your success and it's the little tiny things that add up to that. Oh. So. What I'm hearing
3: is that you're also not a napper then.
4: Oh, good night, no.
3: (laughs) I got got two strikes against me. No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So
3: for me, it hasn't been, it has never been the phone thing where I look up and there's been a deer there. Um, And that's mainly because you I have a uh, little stand over here. Because <laughs> yeah. it already, it already walked by. No, no, that is. I have woken up probably two oh, or three God. times with, with a deer standing. And they've been does. So, you know, I, I, can, I can say, yeah, no big deal. Yeah, But I like shooting does anyway. But I've woken up two or three times with 20 yards in front of me.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> but sometimes yeah. I feel that the only reason why they came in was because i was sleeping and i wasn't moving around you know because that could play into it as well yeah that's, that's a, a good that's point a,
4: it's, a, it's a very good possibility absolutely. Uh, absolutely maybe my snoring
3: sounds like a deer call i don't know
5: and,
4: and well, there's a there's a very good possibility you had a deer go by you never even knew it was there and you still know that's that right you, you oh my gosh, it, that's and, hilarious. And you never knew it
3: <laughs> That's they, so you know? funny. I absolutely funny. love it. So we were we were just on another podcast, and uh, we were talking. You 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 learned me something last time we talked, and something small, but something that surprised me is that you're in Pennsylvania,
4: mm-hmm.
3: and I never knew that there were states out there that didn't allow you to hunt on Sundays. Oh yeah, that that surprised the crap out of me last time you said that. So
4: yeah, you, you oh, yeah. got to squeeze everything out on Saturday.
3: Yeah.
5: Yeah. yeah
4: which you know Sounds good like, and bad to that for it sound sure like
5: yeah. it sound like communist to me
4: yeah it's um yeah then you got west I was like oh my gosh you guys are can hunt on sunday it's crazy i love it you know um you know each his own you know if if you don't want to hunt on sunday then you just don't hunt on sunday but people that do should be able to yeah you know?
2: yeah i don't see why it's such a big deal but whatever it is what it is right i mean yeah no, the problem, the problem with the problem with not hunting on Sunday is it's not a problem that you don't hunt on a Sunday. The issue is they're making it about religion. And in our country, we're technically not supposed to be anything about religion, right? That's the whole point. So yeah, it, it, it's just interesting. Is- you know, like one area is like, oh, well, you can't hunt on Sundays. It's God's day. But
4: Well, here, here's the deal. They sell liquor and booze on Sunday.
2: Right. That's what I'm saying. You know what
4: I mean You got to have that communion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you know it, it, each his own so you know if the folks here's what my opinion if the folks are against it well then just don't hunt on sunday
2: right that's what i'm saying who cares? Right. i think important. it's just a whole law yeah. Now, is yeah. yours a right. state
4: where you have check stations
3: like you shoot a deer and you have to go get it checked or how does that work after you yeah,
4: you just feel out a tag they ask you to to you know complete a report card at the end of the season you know because okay. pennsylvania's kind of antiquated you don't even call your deer in you don't do that anymore. well we don't either that's yeah. what i was
3: wondering if maybe that played into it where you have check stations where you have to go register it like i think no, Maine does right. that in some other states even, maybe that's it, why the sunday thing was coming up right because no, most places it's not, don't even,
4: get, right. so. it's not even a it's not even a, you don't even phone a phone a, a deer kill in
3: yeah we're, we're the same way i mean yeah. we can shoot one tag one um you know we, we can carve it all up ourselves and never tell anybody
4: right exactly so yep, yep. and we and we're the same way you know they have they did start some sunday hunting um 2 years ago they, they we have 3 sundays a year that we can hunt um it's the last sunday of archery between the, the monday and saturday and then uh the which would technically be the second day of bear season. So it starts on a Saturday and runs through, the standard season runs through Wednesday. So you you can hunt that at Sunday. And then now, you know, forever and ever, ever, uh, archery or uh, rifle season used to be on a Monday. Always come in on a Monday. And two seasons ago, they changed that to a Saturday and they made the following day huntable. So I I think if they have a drop in hunter participation, they'll open up more Sundays. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And, that, and that's what they'll do.
3: And there's definitely a conservation part of that where you need the hunters, you know, to manage yeah, exactly. the population.
4: Yep, exactly. So, but yeah, we're yeah. going gonna to try that, that course, you know. Um, it's not really a course, it's just kind of maybe, a, maybe more of a discussion, kind of letting people know w- what I did. You know, I was lucky enough to kill a bunch of big whitetail, and I think it was the small things that got me there. It wasn't the big things. So we'll we'll do that. I think it'll be kind of fun, you know I'm, love I'm, sure I'm sure I'll learn a bunch of stuff along the way, you know, but it never stops. Where are you going to post that to? It'll be on um probably uh Instagram, Facebook, you know, yeah, it's probably we'll, we'll post it. I'm not too technically savvy on, on posting and all the other stuff and and whatnot. Um, I'll probably end up converting it over and putting it on our our YouTube channel, you know. That'll that'll help a little bit, you know, for people that want to see it on on YouTube. But well, um, we
3: need we need that in the industry, you know. I think that's yeah. probably number one questions we get is you know, usually from new hunters, right?
4: Mm-hmm. Well,
3: what do I do? How do I start? You know, what are what are the basics? You know, yeah. what are what are the what are the big things that I should be thinking about? And then, you know, for those intermediate and you know, ones that have been hunting for a little while, what, what's the next step? You know, how do how do I dig a little bit deeper and make my game a little bit better?
4: Right. Yeah. Yeah, you know, one thing I always tell the 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 new shooters at uh, at our shop, you know, I always tell them, listen, you don't have to be perfect. You just got to be consistent. Yeah, you know, you can have the worst form in on the planet, right? But if you do that the exact same way every time, you're going to get the same result. So shoot to where you're where you're comfortable in your position. Try and get some basics down, but more importantly, try and figure out a method. That you can always repeat, yeah. Then then you'll be just fine. That makes sense. Yeah. So you doing turkey? Well, you know, turkey season opened up this past Saturday. I'm not really a a turkey hunter. I'm more of a what you would call classified as an opportunist when it comes to turkey hunting. (laughs) So we have uh, a bunch of turkey here, and they always move into the hollow here. And we have a, you know, you guys don't don't experience the the 17 year cicada do you did you guys have it out there this year we did yeah okay
5: ours aren't too bad though it's not like you know deafening noise and you know
3: yeah it made the news but it wasn't like i i want to say it was a little bit worse than like a normal year
4: okay all right because you know we had the 17 year and it's absolutely insane and i mean insane yeah i I don't think we
3: experienced that to that effect
4: You know, you can look in at one of these uh, ash trees here, one of these ash trees that actually survived. You could look in it in the evening because whatever reason they like to go to that small ash tree, it was only like 30 foot. And there's thousands of it just in in that tree and they're just going crazy. But any given point, you could look down through the yard and see 30, 40 of them just fluttering through the yard. It was just, it was everywhere. I mean, absolutely everywhere. And we had a blast just getting the badminton uh, net uh, rackets (laughs) out and just, just wrecking them. In the yard. We were teeing them up left and right. But anyway, those uh, 17 year cicadas, man, they did wonders for the turkey population. Because. Oh, I bet. Great resource. Yeah. Yeah. The the guys that shot turkeys in the springtime, they were packed full, packed full of cicadas. And the hatch was absolutely insane. Everything in the woods that walks. Were eating them. The fox were eating them. The possums were eating them. The raccoons, Crazy, the turkey. Man. We saw deer eating them. Everything Jeez. was eating them. Everything. Jeez. Now I want and the country. truth.
3: I want the truth. Yeah, you don't take food or water out there, right? Did you try one yourself? <laughs> oh yeah, we ate some. Yeah,
4: yeah, it, absolutely. We did raw, raw, roasted. It, raw, what did you do? Raw, alive. <laughs> Just throw them down. head.
2: <laughs> oh yeah save yeah. a lot of money on lunch
4: <laughs> you know what they don't have a the flavor they don't no. they they got they they're like mashed potatoes on the inside little crusty shell like you got a, a piece of oh, <laughs> that's like, <it's> like my <laughs> wife's cooking like a shrimp peel you know a sliver to a shrimp peel and mashed potatoes all right. Down. all right well
3: i'm going to take your down. word for it for now um probably forever but who knows there might be a <laughs> deer coming
4: yeah 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 but the, t- the turkey population blew up blew up off of that this past season because we were down in numbers but the turkey population blew up and you know if we have one come close to the yard uh during the season here between may i might uh i might get a little talking to it you know there you go. <laughs> i might get yeah, a little bit of the business know. yep i'm not i'm not embarrassed to be standing in my yard with a purple sweatshirt on and a 12 gauge in my slippers pound and a big 20 pounder <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what do we do want on video <laughs> yeah. it's happened more than once i'll tell you that
0: <laughs>
4: yes it has
2: uh, yeah we i mean no. we go turkey hunt we don't i mean there's been a couple of good years for us but for the most part we'll go this year but a lot of the, a lot of the time we spend turkey hunting we kind of do other things because like well yeah. like oh we gotta do this or yeah let's find mushrooms or, and yeah and or yeah, we'll right. film different things you know in the field like mm-hmm. ballistic testing or shooting a broadhead and breaking it right trying to do something so a lot of times mm-hmm. we end up doing other stuff but and that's okay i mean it's it's fun to an extent like this year i'm debating in my mind right i'm sitting there thinking okay well we're going turkey hunting how serious is this going to be? I mean, do I want my bow or am I just going to take my 20 gauge and smoke it real quick? Right. If I right. see one, I, do I even care? You know what I mean? Like yeah. all these things yeah. are, cause if I'm going to use a bow, I need to get working. I'm not even ready. I don't even <laughs> have a bow you know, ready I, to go.
4: <laughs> I look more forward to just going out with the boys, you know?
2: Yeah. yeah. I think, I think that's what I like about, like
4: about it the most. Yeah. 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 Luke, our oldest boy, you know, he's, he's 13. He wants to get one with a crossbow. So we'll go out and hang out in, in the ground blind a crossbow. You know, it's yep. fun. Right. If we see nothing, we see nothing. If we see something, we see something. Yeah, it's a different kind of hunt. You know, yeah.
3: they're, 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 it's a different kind of animal. And, you know, you right. don't have to be as as quiet and as scent
4: free as what yeah.
3: you normally do. With, yeah, can't, you can't. You
4: yeah, you can be in the ground by you. You don't have to be stone faced. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It, it, right. It's, it's a lot, lot easier. In my and opinion. when I'm sleeping,
3: <laughs> I can typically hear them coming
0: in. <laughs> <laughs>
3: guys what's your guys what's your population like out there um you know i don't know the numbers um technical numbers offhand but the population's actually been on the upswing for several years now so we have a pretty decent population at least in lower michigan and uh they actually do a we have a spring and a fall turkey season yeah in the lower part the upper part there's there's it's mostly just spring only um, oh, no
0: kidding. yeah so they're
3: know. they're they don't have a fall typically in the upper part of michigan and i'm not talking upper peninsula the upper part of the lower peninsula is okay. uh, spring only um but they i mean numbers are obviously increasing because they they change the way tags work where it's no longer necessarily a lottery everywhere they have universal tags that you can kind of use throughout the state and usually used oh. to be zoned they used to okay. have you know their bag limits for their zones and all that kind of stuff so
4: well how, how long is your season
3: um it's pretty long um it,
5: it started like May. april
3: to go and it runs through the end of may end
5: and of it's april about, it's about five may. six weeks five or six, six weeks, five yeah. weeks
2: yeah uh here's yeah, the here's man. the uh uh here's the note i just found on this it says efforts to restore michigan's wild turkey population have been so successful the birds numbers have reached an estimate of two hundred thousand. to nice. control the number of birds the state has two hunting seasons annually the fall season ended in november ends november 14th yeah. So this is an article from last year. So it's I how guess many birds, it's working dramatically.
4: How many birds are you allowed to kill? Just one. 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 Okay, because you're allowed to get two spring gobblers in Pennsylvania. We can yep. can we get we're a spring one, but you fall? can get
3: one per season here. So yeah, I get a fall season, and I so can get a two. spring.
5: Technically, yeah, that's yeah. true.
4: Okay, because we technically we can shoot three.
5: Yeah, just one in each. Yeah, day. we we got about one flock that probably I would say about 30 birds, and there's usually four or five big toms in there on the lease yeah. and we kind of yeah, got them exactly where,
3: exactly where they roost too
5: yeah yeah can, they, they so the problem in, is
4: like,
3: the turkey are so
2: it's like okay so like one time we go they're rec- they're coming in on the calls they're coming yeah. in the decoys <laughs> they're, they're returning calls i mean it's like money it's like literally the funnest hunt you'll ever be on the next time you today? go, it's like, you might luckily see one and they don't respond at all to the calls, care less about the decoy. It's just so interesting how flip-flop it is so fast. You know, my first experiences were shooting one with a bow. When I called, they called back and it came right in. I mean, it was like, wow, this is so yeah. exciting. <laughs> then the next couple of times were like so hard, you know, and I was like, man, huge yeah, difference.
4: I never, kill, I never killed one with a bow. I went out a yeah, couple of times. And I drew down on a couple of them, but I just never ended up shooting at them. But uh, How
2: fast you guys think a turkey can fly? Oh, my. Short distance, 20, how fast do you think?
4: 23 miles an hour.
5: 35. Forty.
2: 30.
4: 55.
5: 50. 55? 50. Oh. Yeah, I to watched fly one fly like 50 two, 50, 300, 300 yards. That so doesn't that
4: surprise fast. me. You see them coming bombing down off a of roost, man, and they're coming down to the corner of the field. They can really pitch and really motor.
2: Yeah. It says – they have keen eyesight and hearing, but are horrible at scent.
4: Yeah. Yeah, their eyesight's just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous.
2: They're social animals who like to be around each other. Um, so if there's any other good facts on here. Oh, this is a good one. An adult male can be four feet long from beak to tail and weigh between 15 and 24 pounds. Yeah. I would have thought they'd be bigger than that, but... Or, or weight. Oh, man, my butter balls
3: at Thanksgiving
2: time are like 30. <laughs> That's different, though. That's not <laughs> a
4: lot. You know, we have a, at our shop, we have a, what we call a top tom contest every spring. And so we get to see the, the weights and measures of their beard, of their spurs, and they're just their physical weight. And we had a we had a really good one brought in yesterday. It was 22 and a half pounds, a right. 11 and a half inch beard, and it had an inch and a half and an inch and 7'16 spurs, which is just a stupid, stupid, yeah. gigantic bird. Wow. gigantic. He scored like 74 points with the National Wild Turkey Federation scoring system. It's just cool. ridiculous. You see, we'll see a lot of double beards? This. Yeah, we do. We actually had one in two seasons ago that um, was just shy of the state record. He's now second, I think second or third, and he had seven beards. What? Yeah, wow. seven. I don't think I've seen more than three. Yeah, it had That's seven. Crazy. Yeah, the state had to look at it and everything they scored it and on. You, night you night. hunting so,
3: near a nuclear power plant or something? <laughs>
4: yeah, no kidding. Yeah, big big <laughs> of bulging fish eyes on him. Glowing at night, you can see him up in the tree.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, see if you guys can get this one. A group of turkey is called blank.
4: I don't know. A herd group. <laughs> it's Rude? called a blank brood
5: nope
4: flock clutch
5: nope nope it's a weird it's something weird i just can't remember what it, it is. is i never heard of this before i didn't even
2: know this is yeah starts at r
3: once you say it i'm gonna know it yeah i don't I've know if you will
2: all right it's a rafter
3: nope
2: r-a-f-t-e-r never, mind. never heard never there. heard of it all right and then their babies are called what Colts turkey yes turkey poults yeah maybe it's are called poults i would have never thought that i always thought flock i would always thought bird i would have yeah.
3: i would have said breakfast sandwich <laughs>
4: you know th- there's people right now listening to us going you know these guys are a bunch of clowns.
2: <laughs> let's do this again <laughs> baby turkey oh. oh breakfast sandwich you know tim's supposed <laughs> to say oh, breakfast. Yeah. breakfast sandwich <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah. It's before hatching or after hatching. Either way, it's good. That's awesome. Oh my God, that's
0: funny.
3: Oh. oh
0: Tim- love- All right,
2: next question. What's a male deer called?
3: <laughs> a missed shot.
2: Mm. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, turkey's never been like my big thing, but I do yeah. like the ability, you know, to go out there and, and really just do whatever I want, like mess around, make sounds, yeah. you know, smoke a cigar, whatever I want to do, I feel like I can do during Turkey and still actually hunt, you know, which is crazy. When you think
4: yeah, about I, it. I appreciate the the drive the guys have the Turkey hunt. I can, I appreciate a hundred percent because I know how I am with my bow hunting and after whitetail and a lot of these guys get crazy over Turkey. I got it. I understand it completely. It's just not something that I ever really got too cranked up about it and and i tell people all the time and the reason i'm not is because the first four or five times i turkey hunted it was like you wrote the story called him down for roost yeah. to come yeah. over and i hammered him yeah and, and it happened a couple of times i'm like you know if i would screwed up the first four or five times <laughs> i'd be probably crazy turkey hunting you know because yeah. i struggled for years trying to kill one with my bow you know i finally killed one it was like the, the, the pump didn't go down for like a month, you know what I mean? Right. You know? And yeah. then with the, I'd have probably been the same way with turkeys. But uh, it just, I killed them really easy the first four or five times. and just kind of, you know, there was luck involved. I'm now like, it's right.
2: time to go with a bow. Yeah, it makes it up. Yeah, you know
4: what? You're probably right.
5: Even probably a long right. bow. Go traditional.
4: No, dude. I <laughs> me tell you what. You kill one. I got a buddy who killed seven with his recurve. Wow.
5: Wow. That's impressive. Seven. That's a small window. You step yeah, up is. the
3: game and do a spot and stalk on top of
5: it. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Spot and stalk on a giant tom in an open field.
3: I love yeah. it. <laughs> I love it.
2: You could do that thing What do they call it, where you put the bird up and you walk behind it, the pitch. The one of, it. Yeah. Like on your face. Reaping. Um, reaping. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's yeah, they, illegal in Michigan. No, yeah, you
4: can't you can't do that in PA either. You can't have any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, someone's it's gonna dangerous shoot dangerous if you
2: think about it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, someone else might shoot you, you know, they don't yeah. see you, or even if it's private land, you could never know. Someone's trespassing on accident.
4: Right. You gotta get a face full um, of pellets. Yeah.
2: somebody did it with a deer. Somebody I know did it with a deer. And I was like, dude, I I would I didn't even know you could legally do that. Number one, but number two, that's crazy, you know, crazy yeah. in my
4: opinion. Do you guys ever see that the hats they put on? It's a deer head
5: any yeah. antlers
4: yeah <laughs> i have it but amy
5: take one for the team yeah
4: i have never I've well never i wouldn't
5: it. have to worry about you guys i'd still be alive it'd be the neighbors or so <laughs> I,
3: I can see That'd how sleep sleeping way. anyway <laughs> i come
5: steal tim's snacks <laughs> i can uh, see
4: how it, it would work though you know just enough to get him to pause yeah or yeah. a little bit of curiosity for them to go take a couple steps.
2: Especially with a gun.
4: And then thump them, you know?
2: Yeah. Wouldn't be that hard with a gun, I don't think. Um, now,
4: Just get them to stop and look. Just get them to pause. Right.
2: So we got these. Um, so last year, Shadow uh, Hunter Blind sponsored us, and they sent us these blinds, right? These, like, high, high top-notch ground blinds that have, like, insulation. I mean, they're beautiful, beautiful blinds. And, uh, so that's been like a, a funny part of where we hunt is like, you know, every, anybody who's sitting in, it, it's like overheated, you know, cause it's so warm in there. It's like, yeah. you can turn the heater on for like one minute just to get the frost off and then shut it off. And it's good for the whole night, the whole hunt, because it just keeps the heat. It's unbelievable. But mm-hmm. Tim got to shoot a doe out of it last year, which is pretty cool. Um, I didn't get to shoot anything out of it, unfortunately, but you know, it's really cool being in it though. When, when, when the weather's terrible like if you still want to hunt no. the weather's crap it's kind of exciting no, yeah. sitting in there when it's like that because like there's those ground blinds have nothing on these things you know they're like an actual little mini house but yeah. that was mm-hmm. kind of exciting and i don't know i guess in the i think for turkey it might be a little warm in there though like i don't know how you'd almost have to leave the door open in the backside or something yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll definitely, definitely open
4: up all the windows get
2: a fan are they,
4: are they elevated or are they on the ground
2: <laughs> either or well you can do either they can be the one we put out is not elevated just because we didn't have time to elevate it. Sure. And we yeah, also don't know if we're keeping our lease. So we didn't want to elevate it. Then have to figure out yeah. how to get it down. Later. It
3: comes with yeah. all the, uh, you got to buy the wood, right. But it comes with all the accessories to okay. build the, to build the stand to put it up on. So.
4: Yeah. I tell you what, there's a good, comfortable, uh, a ground stand is is pretty cool. Melissa, my wife, she shot her first deer this year and in, in, uh, in rifle season. She got a she got a solid eight point. She really did. Nice. She got a solid eight point. And i out, you know, out of a ground blind. Well, yeah, we we it's um it's not really a ground blind. Okay, ground blind I know you say ground stands. so that's where I was, I was kind of confused. Yeah, this is this is what we we call it. affectionately call it the bunker. Um, it, you ever see those African uh, setups where they're like half in the ground? Yeah.
5: yeah. Right. You know, when you so when you're, when you're standing
4: holes, in yeah. it, your your chest is at ground level. Yeah. Yep. yep. Well, we dug the bank away over the food plot between the, you know, the woods and then the food plot. And then the bank goes up and we dug it into the bank and had it chiseled out. And then we took like 70 railroad ties, locust untreated railroad ties and made a giant, giant stand inside. It's eight by eight with an eight foot ceiling. And then we took all the dirt. Like a log cabin almost. Yeah. And then we covered it up. So it's completely built into the bank. Completely covered up. You can drive over with the farm machinery and everything. Wow. And it's completely buried into the bank. And, and there's four of us in there in rifle season, easily sitting there. There's a picnic table in there. And of course, that's and the, guys are, the guys are drinking some bush light. We're hanging out. Melissa's the only one that's sober in there. And we're all <laughs> just waiting for the deer to show up. I that's love scary. that. Yeah. And she well, probably like that right?
2: new UP. Kevin's like that yeah. in UP underground. It was crazy.
4: <laughs> And she shot a beautiful eight point right dark it was awesome nice that's cool yeah yeah it was pretty cool
2: that's really cool oh man so should be a good year I- i'm pretty excited overall i think for everything i just um you know i, I think gear wise that's always the hardest part i think for us at least is just because like right now i need to figure out like you know you start to set up your setup for the year right so i, mm-hmm. I want to get my bow set up done We've been doing some more gun season stuff that we don't normally do, but we've been kind of focused a little bit because our friend start working for a company called Bretton Arms. So they make really nice hunting ARs. Sure. So we've been kind of doing a little work with them, helping out with some photography and things like that. But the thing is, is that, so now we're more apt to go during gun season, which we don't normally do. Jamie always does, but me and Tim don't usually gun hunt. We just bow hunt generally. So it's been interesting, like playing around with these new guns and trying to understand them um and then at the same time last year i i don't know what happened but i grew this weird obsession with handguns and i really wanted to shoot a deer with a handgun so i i bought a super red hawk from ruger which yeah. is a beautiful 10 millimeter um gun i couldn't get the 44 i couldn't even find it but I got the 10 is mill- 10
4: a good round that 10 and i was excited
2: yeah and i the only thing that came in front of me though and i had my chance but it was like a spike and i'm like you know what i'm not just where I was, like, I, I had no problem shooting the spike, but the problem is where I was sitting, it would have went someone's land. It wasn't going to land on our land. So if I would have shot it, it would absolutely, if it didn't drop, it would 100% went on to someone else's land during gun season. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't like this idea. N- not with this gun. If it was like the 450 or something bigger, I would have, if I wanted to kill it, I, you know, I, like I said, I was like, oh, come on, just give me a dough at least, you know, <laughs> like, like yeah. a little spike. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's just like rubbing it in, you know. It's like, come on, man. I finally get a shot and it's not a doe. Come on. Yeah,
4: I was so, able to we'll kill see. a I killed a, a deer with my 44 revolver.
2: O- open sight. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, th- I don't have the open sight. I got a scope on it and it, I'll be honest it I mean, we were out about 60-70 yards and it was pinging the plate like nothing with the scope. You know, I was like this is going to be awesome, you know. I, originally, I thought I could do it with a Glock 40. Um Ooh, not my. The, not the 40 um they have one that's made for like hunting it's 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 a 10 millimeter but it's the one that i don't know the number it's like a clock 40 sos or srs or i don't remember the name or moss mos or something and uh it's longer and it it's made for that but anyway i couldn't find it right so i ended up getting just a clock 40 thinking i could use that so i went to jamie's dad's shot that at 10 yards i could barely hit the plate i'm like okay there's no way in hell i'm yeah. shooting a deer with this this is not going to happen
4: so, so that's why are you let to hunt with a semi-automatic
2: well i don't know i start researching people are hunting with you can hunt with the glock model but like i i don't you know i don't know you know, no, you can hunt with it yeah you can legally hunt with it yes but okay. I, so I, you- I i go ahead sorry
4: what are you you can't hunt with a semi-automatic
2: you can hunt with it in oh. michigan yeah
4: but i just
2: didn't know the distance how many shot you know what i mean like it wasn't gonna work i could barely hit the plate at 10 yards so i ended well, up switching over to the it's all about caliber here it's not about so
4: how long a barrel you have on in the, on the red hole
2: well that was the thing so that that one's uh
5: what do you guys think that one is eight nine it's uh, it's it's not huge but it's not short six either. and a half it's somewhere a six and three six and, like and eighths kind of thing somewhere in there it's somewhere yeah. between yeah it's not the
2: longest one i think it's somewhere in the middle so i think the longest was like a nine i think i got a six and three quarter or something but it's it's deadly i mean it's got <laughs> oh, yeah, distance that's, it's it's beautiful that's a fantastic kind of
4: oh, but i bet that thing shoots pretty now does it have the wooden grips on
2: it yeah it's got rubber mm-hmm. with wood in the middle so yeah. like an inlay so it's very and then you know you're not just shooting it freehand anyway realistically i'm using a stick shooting stick so it was it, it was very accurate like i was very excited to get a shot off but unfortunately I didn't get a chance so I, that's what my point here in the story is i'm trying to figure out this year like all right what am i going to do like do i start with this handgun concept again or you know like or should mm-hmm. i move on to the ar hunting platform or i think i'm and still going to go with the pistol to start to try just
4: to try take that uh, take that uh, that scope off and go open site and do what and go go open sight go iron sight take that scope
2: yeah. off for that pistol and go iron sight I, hey I, I first kill a deer with the scope then i'll go that route <laughs> <laughs> i gotta challenge myself slowly first i oh, want the man. pistol limb <laughs> yeah and <laughs> i'm gonna take the scope off and try a different route um yeah, but yeah that was fun it's just there's something exhilarating about not carrying a weapon out physically carrying it like because it was yeah, like right here it was just so nice feeling just my backpack i felt so free yep. and knowing that i could still reach out 40 50 60 yards and kill an animal with this gun that slung right it was pretty exciting i don't know there's just something about it that was different than the normal yeah. uh you know weapon or whatever yeah you're walking through
4: the woods go man i got a weapon on me but i ain't got it on my shoulder I need this big heavy thing in my so face. light. don't you yeah. feel
2: it it's just amazing yep. like that's that was the most exciting part i think about using it was just that yeah i
5: don't know jamie sh- did you ever have thoughts of doing that like trying a pistol uh, not really. I mean, I was yeah, you're think, big into the rifles, that's why I asked. Yeah, I'm a big rifle guy, especially now with that Brenton. That's where we'll I'm caliber be you at, shoot, man. Jamie. That's gonna be 450 for this year. Oh no, okay. true, that's true. big true here. Goal, Michigan. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, so a lower part of
3: Michigan, a shotgun here. zone, right? So you typically couldn't shoot, you know, anything you couldn't do rifle down right. in the lower part, but then they open it up to 450s. And so 450s legends, just blew so. up in lower michigan so what's yeah, y'all, they're y'all, making she, so much money 450s Jeez. and 350s rather than your uh, traditional slug so jamie what's the grain bone at 450
5: 250 i think And what i yeah, yeah I, think I think it's so. right around 250. i got it hornaday, 270 uh, yeah i got hornaday black is what i'm finding but i think i might find something else i
3: think my winchester's are 270 if I'm not mistaken.
2: It depends which ones you have. Yeah, there's different yeah. weights, but they're around 250. And the, the, the 350 is around 185 to 150, right, Jamie? I feel like it's somewhere yeah. right in there. Because I remember like thinking like it's so much lighter of a round. But somebody told me that they are working on a new round for that gun because what was happening, I guess, I don't know, because I haven't shot nothing with it. And, and this might happen to you, Jamie, because I know you shot deer with it years ago, I thought. But they said that the, there's so much power in the gun that at the 450 at a close range was like literally just zipping through the deer and without opening much up yeah i heard yes that. and so they recommended they need to create a new round that was heavier or some somehow more yeah fumbled.
5: there's a there's a deer season one now there's a winchester i found a couple of boxes of that i'm sure it's a little bit softer lead the copper yeah the- something because they just said it had so much power and then were they I- making
4: solid copper bullets or just I mean, jack-, it like
5: jack
2: no it wasn't solid it was it was a jacket. it was a i got Apollo. i got one right here i mean yeah it,
4: it was the is, a, a, is, a, is, it, is it, it a partition it. round
2: it's the it's it's the um what do you call it the plastic in the middle
4: it was a ballistic tip
2: yeah but the problem is i don't know i don't think i think it's still so much power that it was just blowing through let's see what he's got for the second one there
4: Ooh, 450 is a gigantic round
5: yes yeah, so it both, is they're both 250 but... Oh
2: 250 grains
5: yeah you can see yeah so it's got the plastic tip plastic yeah tip. which one's that one that's the that's a hornady black
4: what do you guys find in the effective range of that thing
5: i i'm really comfortable at 200 it will do 300 especially out of this brenton but nice. you know i, I want to practice with it more i don't really usually have over a two hundred yard shot where I'm. High.
4: What do you what do you sighted it in for?
5: As far as. Yeah, what do you zero? Well, usually, yeah. Uh, you know I mean, I'm about shoot? an inch. I'm about an inch high at hundred.
4: Okay. Well, you're. That's yeah, fine.
5: Yeah. So there's You have the Winchester so, one. So nice. Yeah, it's it, it's still got the kind of like the copper, but it's got a, a lead tip.
4: So, the a pointed soft point
5: yeah so it's a yeah i think that's different. yeah that's what i shoot oh so i'm telling you this will expand is that for, for hunting yeah it's already yeah it's that's for, a, that's a for, deer round yeah it's made yeah that's, for, that's yeah, a but, point is
4: soft point yeah i
2: thought you're not supposed to shoot lead through a deer because you got to eat it or some shit no
5: no mostly. that's what i heard that's that's for lead. um
3: so that that rule dave is usually shotgun shells shooting over oh. water because it will sit in the water and contaminate the water with lead
5: Maybe in so California. Doing, like, duck
3: hunting, they don't they don't like lead lead uh, pellets, lead BBs.
4: Yeah, you, you know, it's funny. You know, they don't want you using lead for waterfowl. But every cat fisherman out there is throwing a two-ounce sinker.
5: <laughs> no, no doubt. Oh, that's lead? The sinker's lead? Oh, yeah. I didn't know Absolutely. that. So or do so we use tungsten? So you it's, a tree, uh, and that's $50, two ounces $50 for that a box there. of shells?
3: Yeah. Good. Yeah. You got it.
5: What a hot deal that is. <laughs>
4: yeah. Well, the the tungsten right, guys. shot's pretty good.
5: Yeah, that's pretty good.
2: Yeah. All right, guys, I gotta go. So we're we'll, we're gonna see you later. And uh thanks for watching the show. And um let's see, do we do we need to? Let's see. Um, I'm trying to think of any linking we need to do. uh Cobra Archery is it CobraArchery.com, Jake? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Check yep. out CobraArchery.com. We'll have it linked below anyways, but uh just a heads up on that. Um, but, uh, Hey, thanks for joining us and we'll do this again. Just let us know. I, I, I love talking about these radical, weird topics that we just get off uh, course on because it's just fun, right? It's just fun. But I love stuff yeah. uh, than yeah, just yeah. archery all the time. <laughs> yeah. Thanks Jake. Appreciate it, man. Hey, thanks guys. As usual. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the Bowhunter Planet podcast. Your support is so appreciated. If you love archery and bowhunting, make sure you subscribe and follow us on social media as we have a lot more great content to share. We'll see you soon.